man that hath no music in himself, nor is not moved by concord of sweet sound, is fit for treasons, stratagems, and spoils. The motions of his spirit are dull as night, and his affections dark as Erebus. Let no such man be trusted. That's uh, Shakespeare, you said? That's from The Merchant of Venice. It's one of my favorite quotes. Oh, very Or lines. I like it. It has a kind of... It's very fitting for what we're going to be talking about today. I thought so. I think it plays into... um, I guess we'll just call it the laws of attraction. Yeah, but not... Not the New Age laws of attraction. Well, not not entirely the New Age laws of attraction. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, More scientific, perhaps, and anecdotal, uh, as opposed to... Right, more, more so on the the interperson relations, you know, let it be like social or, or uh, well, without the new or, age yeah. spiritualism and, and right. science or philosophy, whatever they want to call themselves. My favorite part, just I just want to say, my favorite part about those kinds of uh, I don't know groups or people mm. is that they always find a doctor. Like every video I seem to watch, or every video I watch, seem to have uh, the host or the opener by a doctor. You know, doctor so and so. It, like just to just to give the weight legitimize legitimize yeah. yeah even though what he's about to say is literally woo woo it's just it's just it's not entirely it's guru woo-woo. oh it's so no, it's so because, guru because if you believe something's gonna happen and you and you put intent behind these thoughts I think that is a big thing about changing your life is like thinking about the the it repeatedly it's like I, you, ha- you have agree. to focus on the positive I'm not talking about ruminating on like negative aspects right. I'm um, talking about like setting goals and, and setting achievable goal. goals. Like if you want having a plan, so you're trying to get a promotion, right? If you're thinking about getting this promotion, and you keep thinking about and 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 wanting it, you're going to just naturally do feel easier doing the research for that promotion, or like you know, like. Well, no, I agree. I think that's, but I think that's just you can you can label that as simply as motivation, self motivation. Yes, but it doesn't guarantee. But that's it doesn't not a, guarantee. That's not a pre-package. No, but it, what these people claim is that that attitude you're talking about. Yeah. Generally, they claim that the, if you have that attitude, it will happen. Like it has to happen. And I mean, that, that's the that, belief you gotta have. Well, though, that's right? that's well, that's For, that's a beautiful hope to have. But in reality, you can and will fail. That is always going to be. I'm not saying like you said. Yeah, but optimism is key. Yes, it is. It is. But you have to be. I think logic needs to be more important than hope. That's how I, I guess I could say it. Uh, yes, you have to do your, your risk versus reward by, uh Well, you have to make real sure. intelligent decisions. You can't just keep throwing your whims to hope and just say that because I have this positive attitude, things will happen. Right. Even though you might be doing everything wrong, you'd just be confusing yourself. If you don't do anything to bring your dreams to, to fruition, they right. will stay dreams. Yeah, you have to do real things. So... uh <laughs> Oh shit! Well, yeah, but we want to talk about attraction. And yes, specifically, uh, like the attraction between people, right? In both. Well, I mean, everything's social when you think about it. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's a there's something you, I used to hear all the time in a movie or like even like at work in a business setting, and people would say something along the lines of, uh, "Don't take it personal. It's only business." I've always hated that line because. Everything is personal. There's no such thing as not personal, just business. If you're dealing with humans, other yeah. people, it's personal. I mean, lives are affected, right? Yeah. In small or large ways. So there's no such thing as business, but not personal. I feel like that's a head. I, I think they're just trying to make it more of a cold. Yeah, thing, they're, they're trying is, to remove the emotion right. from it. And that I think that's stupid, actually. I, I agree with uh, John Cleese. And that, um, you know, what what is the useful? How, why? How is seriousness useful? What does that even mean to be serious? He's like, you can you can solve any problem and still and still have humor. You can still make fun of things that are serious. You shouldn't you shouldn't lock yourself out of that creative process because that's how you problem solve. And I think the same thing. I think that all all of that you know that we've just threw on the table. I think that all works into a human attraction and the decisions we make because of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's there, there's useful times to take emotion out of things, though. You know? And, like, uh, 
just so you can you can clear your head about it and make sure a, make a more that. calculated yeah um response no i agree with that i just don't like that saying i guess i went on a rant yeah no i it, it, it seems very manipulative and they're just like don't don't be a wuss is what they're trying to say kind it's of like, yeah it, it assumes like, and then it's like it's like why are you call me a wuss like, yeah. <laughs> like what's going on here yeah it, it, it is a dominance move you're it right it's yeah. it totally a dominance move yeah so all right well let's let's first talk about things that make sense and by that i mean elements of attraction that all of us understand so like universal qualities like across the board yeah i would say yeah like things that we know um so like a little bit of the science about it right so when you when i for example i use myself when i see a woman that i'm attracted to uh my brain the brain immediately just shoots me up with you know dopamine and serotonin right yeah it just it it, it gets it gets me all riled up and my brain <laughs> hot and bothered hot and bothered man my, <laughs> and the first commands right and i'm sure most men can relate to this i can't speak for women but i think most guys can relate to this your first commands from your body from your brain because it really your brain becomes sort of like a separate entity at that point from you if that makes any sense is to get that woman right you you want that woman sexually you're you have to have her physically and a human being though has we, we we're we're modernized and what's the right word but like we're civ- we're civilized right yeah so we have to immediately edit those <laughs> those rapey <I> thoughts <laughs> i can't bring my stick along i can just bog her over the head yeah, like, like what like we gotta we gotta we gotta woo her yeah there's <laughs> suddenly a, a whole menu of things you have to do first or should do first Right. Uh, there's a whole courtship game. There's to it. just yeah, and it's it's so what's interesting is that if you really start to dice it up, which I've tried many times, is that it's a, that wall that falls in front of you is made up of so many different things, right? It's it's society, it's like where where you live and where you grew up, that plays a part, right? Your beliefs, right? Yeah. It's, it's strange. Everything goes in this. Even your religious beliefs have an effect on this, right? I mean, for some people they don't want to um these they don't want to have intercourse or have any kind of sexual uh interaction until they're married oh, that sounds difficult well it, it i, I <laughs> and just like yeah a unpleasant relationship <laughs> well it's difficult for them especially uh but that's a belief so they have to they have to shoehorn that now in front of their desire right all these things have to be put in front like tumblers in a lock yeah. in front of your goal so technically your goal gets further away from you the moment you've said it when it comes to that moment of attraction mm-hmm. and all this shit happens in what a split second. Yeah. Your brain right. It's just ready. It just drops it like bag of bricks in front of you. You're like, God, geez. <laughs> like what the, <laughs> it's like all these images in, in, of your, of your social constructs just like flash through your eyes real quick before you even attempt. Yeah. And then you, I think that's a big part of, um, failure in, in the game of courting is because like you get in your own head so quickly right it's well like if there's you, enough you, it'll paralyze you exactly just shut you right down and then almost. you don't even approach and it's like yeah and th- i think that's a big problem that's something i've struggled with it's just the approaching aspect of it you know it's like it's like I, I and then even when i do approach it's like all right i talk to the girl about time you know yeah and then it's like and then i get in so in my head it's like okay what's the right things to say what do i say How, what do i bring up what don't i bring up what is okay what is socially acceptable what's not it's like it's like all these like like you said these preconceived notions that are like just bog you down and then that makes you unattractive because you're not confident and you're not well you're not even there you're you're with yourself you're not <laughs> with her you know what i mean yeah and and uh i know that one thing I, that helped me was literally just saying hello just nothing else thinking nothing else and just saying hello because if nothing else comes to me then this this is just like a a fantasy you know what i mean which you know that's is, not but that's not a bad strategy if you will because like for me because like what can go wrong from saying he- just hello like they're right. gonna say hello back regardless that like you're already in then like you don't need an opener right like that hello is perfect that is genius well thank you <laughs> because because like you said if something comes to you like you notice like um there's a there's a weird barrette in her hair, right? And there's something uh, unique about it. Yeah. That you can comment on. It's like, oh, like is that like a, a cladda? Like, what's going on in your hair there? You know. So I think another. So another element, or an, I think a strong element of attraction is authority. 
And I've I've had some of this myself where I've been the authority, mm-hmm. right? And I won't say abused because I don't think I did abuse my position, but it helped me get laid, basically. Right. I mean, I don't but think that's necessarily abuse. It's- I don't know because nobody got hurt. But also I've had the reverse where uh, – and that was something that surprised me because I don't like – I'm I, not that I've chosen it, but like submissive things don't turn me on, right? They're, I'm not attracted to being the submissive one. I like the opposite. I like to be the dominant one. So, oh, okay. So, like, but it 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 surprised me when I was attracted to a woman who was my boss, right? She was above me. She had more authority okay. authority than I did, and for some reason that was a turn on that attracted me. Oh, to oh really? Okay. Yeah. So was it um, the challenge aspect think, of it? I think that's exactly what it was when I when I when I thought about it even then it was just like yeah this is a challenge. And I I I personally am very much that way. I am attracted to challenge. Mm. Uh, even even in a professional way, right? Like yeah. My work or even my hobbies, if there's a challenge, the it, it kind of actually very similar like the way Arnold Schwarzenegger says it. He's like when someone tells me I can't do something, He's like that motivates me to do it because he's like, or, or when someone says it can't be done, yeah. He's like that's that's telling me that I get to be the first. I'm like, yes, yeah, that's right. exactly how I think, you know, because I'm like, why why can't it be done? Like I, I need I need hard evidence. I I can't just obey and accept what other people say when it comes to. Oh that. yeah, I was yeah. a horrible child, always asking why. It's like why can't I? Like why is this the way it is? Like, yeah, I need proof. You well, can't it's not just, just proof, you know. but it's like I want to understand deeper. So it's like. So when I come across an actual situation, I can I can come at it with uh, better equipped tools, not just going off of this is what's always yeah. been done, but why it's been done. And if I do it a different way, why will it fail? You know? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I think that is very important to, to know. No, I agree. I think your character plays so that's another thing. So authority, I think I think a lot of people are attracted to authority I just in general. The the a challenging a person that challenges you is, is attractive because or or a thing that challenges you is attractive because it's not a pushover right it just doesn't just give in right away like you it's a game it's a it's a it's a it's a back and forth it's a it's a tug of war and i think that that the process of of achieving is is just as fun as actually achieving oh i agree with that i in fact um i think I look at that as, I think I look at that as mostly as a flaw, and I'll, I'll explain to you what I mean. In that, I find usually more joy in the journey than the goal. I'm almost actually, I'm actually, I'm often upset when I when I accomplish <laughs> something. Yeah, I am. I I can't help it. Um, and I'm not alone in that. I I've actually no. That's to why some I lectures. I agree. It. Is that it's like yeah. once it's done, it's like oh. How what? Yeah, the trophy means nothing to me. It it, it does for the moment. Yeah, uh, you know that that the that, accolation that, real quick. The, that the recognition. split moment, yeah, of that recognition, that audience, what have you. But immediately after that, I just I'm sad. I really am like sort of depressed that all, all that work is no longer needed. Right, the struggle, the, the the passion is no longer important unless I'm doing it again. I suppose. Yeah, depending or, on what it is. Yeah, but um, now. That, unfortunately, the reason I call that a flaw is because it affects my social life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to affect my friendships for some reason. And maybe that takes some more, some deeper understanding. But it definitely affects my love life. Uh, and I, I will, oh, really? I so will once, honestly say, yeah. So once you get the girl, that's like your your trophy, right? Yes. Then it, I, uh, then it starts to wean I away. I lose interest. Yeah, I lose interest pretty fast. Really? Yeah, and I struggle... Uh, I'm a much better gentleman now, let's say, than when I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Because I lacked a lot of empathy. And I was uh, part, there's other reasons for it. I, you know, my life was upside down and I was a very angry person. But I lacked a lot of empathy. So I didn't consider that I was hurting people when I just said sayonara. Yeah. Right. And even though I was, I told myself to be amicable, right? Or classy about it, and somehow that just made it okay. It's not okay to treat people that way, right? Yeah. To just drop people. Um, but I couldn't help it. That was, well, it was my your mentality character. at the time. Yeah. That's what you knew, right? Well, it, it, at the time, and it's still it's one of those things where uh, you manage it. It's it's not gone. You know what I mean? Like the that's what that that goes back to what we talked about earlier when we started with how 
that's something that that's part of that wall that falls down in front of you when you're attracted to someone like it's a consideration like my brain reminds me that this is a possibility that even if i get her oh I'll lose like then, then what it's like yeah, do, I, do i want to put this human being through that right exactly <laughs> like is, it, is it just is she okay with that kind of thing and i then... i have literally told women up front and some of them have completely ignored me and gotten hurt that mm. i don't want to be sexual with you right because i actually like you yeah so if i put you into this realm of where you know now we're sleeping together i will my respect for you my will completely shift and it, it's a flaw like it's something i have to mm. always deal with that's basically. funny because like to me the before dating is the worst part right because to, to me it's like that's like the startup program it's like i'm just waiting for this like game to actually begin because to me the relationship is the is the fun part that's when you get to to really get in in depth with everything with the person with this with the way because i mean when you're in a relationship you still have to like uh you're technically still courting them in a way like you're making them like right. you more and more right right so i find that to be easier in the sense of i know how to do it right i know how to be a good boyfriend right i don't know how to necessarily be a good um attractor you know i don't know how to like get the girl you know off the, the i'm table. the complete opposite <laughs> i can i can i can fish him up but once i got him i'm a real bad boyfriend <laughs> i mean i i've had good decent i've had good and decent relationships in my life um i i think you could also break it down to trust issues because of bad breakups and things mm. like that uh you know i'm different too from when i when i was a young man especially like my late teens early 20s i had a very sort of romantic poetic look at love right yeah sort of the the, the knight in shining armor okay. i want to call it that yeah i, I wanted to save the danville in this yeah i wanted i wanted some element of that in my in my romance right because it i mean let's break it down what it gives me some authority which mm. i personally enjoy right but not for not wholly egotistical reasons. Usually I enjoy authority because it allows me to apply logic and rationality to a situation where it usually is lacking. Yes. Makes sense? Yes, okay. absolutely. I love being the one that's in the position to make decisions because at least I can blame myself if it goes wrong. You know, it's like, that's right. fine. Like, I don't want to have to blame someone else and like have my fate relied on some other outside sources. I want to be in control of that. And I like that authority as well. That's a, that's a what would thing. you say is another common element of attraction? Like something that, you know, we can all understand is, is definitely like a law of attraction, if you want to call it. Well, I would say symmetry, right? In a human body. Is, symmetry? Yeah, symmetry. Mm -hmm. Like that's very important. Um, you don't necessarily look for it like directly, but you subconsciously do. Um, what do you, you have to be more specific. Are you saying that? Like thin the, people your, look for thin people? No, no, no. Symmetry within the the same person's body. So like your your eyes are the same shape and the same size and your That's what I mean. Like so the like their body shape as well matters, you think? I'm not are you asking between the two people? Yeah. No, I'm saying between one person. So Wait, the symmetry what? the line of symmetry down the middle of someone's body. Oh well oh oh. So like Johnny Depp. He's, I guess. Is he very symmetrical? Yeah, so apparently he's like the most symmetrical like right. photograph. That, that's just an indicator of good genes and that you're not mutated or, or or harboring or holding any like mutated like weird stuff. And also that you have good nutrition growing up and that you can provide it's all it shows all these things. Really? I didn't realize so your nutrition affects your symmetry? Yes. Okay. So if you and eat your cheese and food, things like you that. become So wait a minute. So are you saying that it if we eat shitty food, we become less attractive, not just in weight. You could, yeah. If you don't have uh, proper uh, vitamins and <laughs> you get deficiencies like that. Fuck you, McDonald's. I can blame you now. <laughs> Why? Are you unsymmetrical? Dude, what do you mean, am I? You're looking at me. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't like... For, it's not something you purposely look at, right? It's something that your body's like subconsciously... Well, yeah, but you brought it up. Now I'm looking at you and I'm yeah, thinking Yeah, I'm trying to decide it. if you're symmetrical. You're feel... symmetrical. I am not. I am handsome. <laughs> I think you're symmetrical. Gay? Um, so, um, another weird thing about it is that I was looking is that the most attractive people are the most average people as well. Like, they, they look the most person, 
right? I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like they look very you, like they don't, don't have anything. They don't have anything that is outstanding in itself. Yeah, see, I don't agree with that. I, and I'll tell you why. Because in my experience, it seems at least with men, like, like when I've known, like, like my guy friends, for example, that are like obviously like clearly really attractive. Mm. Uh, none of them to me are low key. In fact, in ways I've, um, in some ways I've emulated their energy because I can see it's attractive to women. Does that right. make sense? Okay. Yeah. Uh, not that I idolize them, but you know, I borrow from them. Right. No, you, and, you, you learn, you know, skills and traits from these people. That's well, nice. I think what happens is what I, one thing I noticed going off what you're saying is that like, symmetrical people or attract like that commonly attractive right. people they get a lot of attention and so that's a lot of energy to receive when you have a lot of attention right and unless you're a complete hermit or introvert your brain is going to utilize that attention it's going to use that energy to your benefit right it's going to bounce it back somehow so that you could be even more attractive because i feel like right. our genes want to attract as many suitors as possible right as many partners, I should say, as possible. Yeah, so, for sure. I mean, I've never experienced that, so I can't say. But I do know I've been in, a, like, high social situations, and I just get overwhelmed. Like, I just... Yeah, I, I, just, I get that. I just shut down, and I'm like, I'm going to go in this corner here, and people want to talk to me, that's cool. But if they don't, uh, that's probably better. <laughs> no, I'm that, well, I think you're introverted. I mean... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I am more on the introvert side than I would be on the extrovert side. Right, right. I am TJ. What's that? INTJ. That so that was our uh, you know our oh, personality right. yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. we did. That's right. So yeah, I think that plays a big role into attraction. Um, introversion and extroversion is is another element. I think that's uh, a big one because I I'm an extroverted person. Yeah, and I look for introverted females. I like because really? I like I like submissive women. Okay, so to me that's more feminine. Yeah, you know, I, maybe that's just. Oh, I see how it is, Mark. Yeah, my my <laughs> fucking mansplaining. I know, but uh, it it that's just the way it is. Okay? Yeah, I don't care what your judgment of me no, is. That's what I. I'm just saying, whoever's listening, but that that's just the way it is with me. Um, and of course, then the opposite, um, is also was also true. Like I don't like, um, dominant women. I re- I can respect them as a person. I, I'm right. not saying I don't do that, but my sexual my attraction usually wanes if if not completely significantly. Um, now I have dated women like that, but it didn't go anywhere because of that, mm. and I actually lost interest in in unique ways or different ways because of that. Not like the way I described earlier. Right. So I've read too that that that's not an uncommon thing generally extroverted people like introverted people oh and vice versa and vice versa Uh, that makes sense yeah because i was gonna say i like the opposite because i really like girls that are um high energy are that like are flirty uh, like dominant in a sense like but i want to be the one winning the dominant you know game most of the time yeah there's times where i like to let them win you know to like you know make sure that they feel like they're still like it's like the big mouse versus the little mouse kind of game you What's know that? when we were talking about like uh uh when the big mouse beats on the little mouse too much and in the in their rough and tumble play the 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 little mouse isn't going to want to play anymore it has to win sometimes in order to keep playing right that and i sense, feel like yeah. that's how it is in a sense, no. Not, this is a game, man. Yeah, it's a game. It's yeah. like that's how it is in a relationship, and in, or like not necessarily like boyfriend girlfriend, but like you know, interpersonal relationships. You have to let the other person win so they keep playing this game with you, and not all the time. Just like you know, here and there, you have to you have to become what they call it playing fair, mm. um, which I don't really understand how that's fair, but anyways, that's what they call it. Well, I I can see maybe why you would say that because it it's basically a manipulation. Yeah, and so how is that fair? But I think that goes back to something we've talked about before, where I think manipulation isn't always a negative thing. No, for sure it isn't. Uh, I don't think manipulation it is. introduces uh, balance and harmony as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a good way to manipulate. Let's say, yeah, you know, if you want to call it white lying or however you want to put that, but right. it does play an important role. We can't ignore that. That's a part of our 
psyche commonly let's say um yeah but i like that when girls are like that too because it's like if i can't be there in a situation i know that you can handle your shit and that you're going to be able to be okay in this like this uh dangerous or risky situation well that's part i mean yeah and i I like that i like having that confidence of like oh this person is a person and they're gonna be okay (laughs) no i agree i think uh I think uh, there's two, you know, the number one, what a relationship mainly depends upon to be successful is respect, not mm-hmm. love. I put love, I don't even put love on the chart. Love is just fun. Love is a moment. It's not, it's not a real, uh, it's not a measurable thing. Well, there's different, any there's different stages or types of love, if you will. You can too. define love, I suppose, different ways too. It's not such a concrete thing to, yeah. to argue, but. But I think uh, respect is a big part. No, for me, number for sure. one is respect. And then number two is independence. And that sounds illogical up front, right? What do you mean independence in a relationship? But you do. You need independence. Mm-hmm. People need to be alone. Sometimes you just want to be alone. Other times you just can only do things alone to do them right. You can't have yeah. someone doting on you all the time. Yeah. You know? There's nothing wrong with uh, support. But there's like, yeah, you got to be able to do things by yourself. Like right. Sometimes there's just a word of encouragement is all you need. You don't need someone actually there holding your hand. Or like Patrice O'Neill used to say, he's like, we don't want to be alone, but we want to be left alone. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly. That makes perfect sense if that's, to me. If you're going to describe a man, that's one way to do it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about things that are more difficult to understand. Uh, for example, why do good girls like bad boys? Because I've looked this up. I actually watched part of a lecture on this. All right. What did you find out? Because I am I am stumped because I am not a bad boy. I am definitely the you're nice a good guy. guy. Yeah, you're a and good guy. I don't know. I feel like once I'm in this, like once I'm dating, it, it's fine. It's good. It's better than if I was a bad guy. But like it's, it definitely makes it more difficult because then that, now they call that simping, right? Oh. Um, but I don't take it that far, I don't think. As a nice no, guy. and I, th- that's yeah, they call it simping, but it's really that just refers to someone who's of a submissive character. Yeah, well, that's not me. It's no, no, good. no. I know. <laughs> I'm Although good. that seems to be trending, I, I see it all the time on social media. I can never really tell sometimes if it's a joke, uh, or you know, these young men really are just completely. I hate to use the word weak, but it makes them look very fucking weak. Because um, I mean, it's okay. I can totally get if your turn on sexually are to be submissive with a woman. That's fine. I yeah. don't judge people for that. But to be that way in every aspect of your life, I think that is weak. Yeah. You can't be that way all the time. No. People are going to walk all over you, right? Absolutely. And where are you going to get in life? Where, where are you going to get? You're never going to be a fighter for anything. And you've got to be a fighter sometimes at least. For yourself, for, for sure. For yourself. Yeah. you got to stand up for yourself. No right? one else will. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, okay, so... I have read and seen some things about this. I thought it was kind of interesting. So they say that, psychologists say that, or is it psychiatrists? I can never get that straightened out. I think a psychiatrist is is like, I don't like it. Okay, smart people say the yeah, following. Yeah, yeah, not us. Not us. <laughs> they, say, they say that um, dangerous men are more attractive in general, going off statistics, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, to women. Part of the reason they believe that is that dangerous men take chances and therefore position themselves to be sort of like a shield. It creates a feeling of safety, right? If you're willing to say fight for your woman oh, got you. or or argue for your woman or, um, um, you know, it's very kind of draconic or, or primeval. Mm-hmm. I guess primeval is a better way to put it. Sort of instinctful, right? And society generally rewards uh risk takers right and dangerous people because they're the ones that pave new ground they 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 make discovery with great risk comes great reward yeah it can and so that is one reason another reason is that uh generally men who are dangerous prioritize themselves now that sounds selfish which it is, okay. but it's also important. Um, and going again back to Patrice O'Neill, he used to say, 
no matter who she is, the woman of his life, the love of his life, is always the fourth most important thing in his okay. life. Okay, how so? So, number one is him. Number two right. is his his work, his purpose. What he does, yeah. What he does. Number three is his mother. All right. And number four is his woman. That sounds like a perfectly fine order to me. <laughs> for, for me, I agree. Now, <laughs> I don't think everybody listening to this is going to agree with that, but... From my point of view, from your point of view, it makes sense. But it also stabilizes a relationship. Now, not every relationship, but this is a majority. So we're just going off the science, right? Right. The, the findings, what they report. Okay. We're not saying that this every is person the is this way yeah. or should be this way. But this is what nature generally produces. Because mm-hmm. this is the majority. Um I don't see it as a negative. I think it's very much a positive. And I think you can switch the roles. You can have a woman in that dominant. You know, a woman can be more masculine than a man. It's uncommon. Right. Perhaps rare, depending on what part of the world you're in. But it can happen. But generally speaking, it is the man who is the dominant one. And we're... Our society, I feel like, is trying to change that either directly or indirectly. I feel like I see what you're saying. Yeah. With the, I, I have noticed a shift that girls are becoming more masculine in a sense. And guys are becoming, I don't know if they're becoming more submissive or just by. More feminine, yeah. Just by uh, the the lines becoming more blurred. And then like, so they appear to be less masculine, you know, like since one's going up, the other one might be saying the same, but I don't know. And I think it's hurting attraction, don't you? I, don't you feel like when you, when you peruse social media and you see masculine women and feminine men, and like you said, like that's a good way, the way you put it is a good way. I thought the same where this, we're, we're, we're constantly arriving at gray areas or middle areas, mm-hmm. at least with younger people from my point of view. Right. Right. Um, and I think that ruins attraction. I think that's that hurts. Desire. Well, it becomes things exactly gray. It becomes things more more blurred, and you don't know where you stand and where they stand. And it's like, I feel like yeah, it 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 definitely puts a new spin on attraction. It's different. It's like I don't know. You're just trying to. I'm just trying to like wrap my head around because, like you said, like I like just feminine girls like i like a feminine girl like that that's something that's like you know maybe it's just because i'm used to it you know like that's what i grew up with was like girls were girls and guys were guys you well know? i think that's an open-minded you, you, point of view because like yeah I, I i've said this before to myself as well i the things that turn me on and the things i like they're not my decisions right in other words i'm not straight because i chose to be straight right i just am yeah i'm just going off my instinct my libido you know what I mean? I think a lot of it, too, for me, is, like, my experience of, like, just being bullied in general, you know? So, like, I saw a little kid uh, at work the other day holding a, a unicorn um, glow toy, right? And I'm just, like, and it was a boy. And I'm, like, you're going to get beat up, kid. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, like, Dad, fix your kid. Like, he's going to, not that he needs to be fixed, but, like, he's going to, he, he's in a world of hurt. And it's. Like, why isn't anyone telling him? Like, like the little boy that wanted to be a ballet dancer in the middle of an English minor town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Which like is a true story. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, oh, it's just like, like, man, like this isn't gonna work out for you. Well, it's like, it's like, I just want someone to. It's like you're not being bullied at this point, right? I'm like, I'm not telling this, this you this to be mean. It's like this is just what's gonna happen, and I feel for you because I was there. I, I, I was there when it was like I did something that was slightly girly. And I got ridiculed forever because of it. Right. I can't give you any real examples because, you know, I block a lot of things out. (laughs) (laughs) Forget them. Yeah. On purpose. Well, it's interesting, too. So another thing that goes along with the whole dangerous dominant male, Mm. the good girl bad boy uh, syndrome, let's call it, um, is that it sets a standard for other men. So this kind of goes along with something I believe where in our society, meaning like american u.s western society especially let's say going off of social media and media in general Mm -hmm. there is for decades now been this movement let's call it to get rid of bullies instead of teaching us how to stand up to bullies and i think that's a a very important distinction i think i think it's a mistake to remove a bully 
I think it's important to learn how to I stand up to one. I think you can. You can't really. No, logically you can't. But the the idea is being sold that you can. That, that bullies can be completely quieted or removed. I mean, they've been doing that since I was a kid too. Like sure. Disney was there. That's what I mean. Since yeah, since like the, the early nineties when I was yeah. Even 90s, it's like yeah. Disney had a whole campaign that was called Stomp Out Bullying. Yeah, you know, it was like, uh, and I I was like. Because when you grow up, there's still bullies, you know. There, the and then world there's is even run less, by bullies. There's even less people to yeah. tell them to to stop. Because like like you said, they're at the top. So like, who do you tell on them when the person that you're trying to tell on is at the top? So one of the most attractive things a man can do for a woman, apparently, is stand up to a bully. And those those types of characters are like huge turn ons, I guess. Yeah. To women, which that's understandable, right? That's that's part of what I was talking about earlier, like that knight in shining armor, right? Yeah. And if that, I feel like if that is, so we're kind of again going back to the green area, the gray area where that is being ruined. I feel like that is being ruined. And it's making attractiveness levels confusing, and I feel like young people don't know which way to go with that. I feel like what girls... role do you play then, right? I, are you we've we've i'm sorry to cut you off but we've i feel like we've fallen into a point where the bully and the hero are just both bullies you know <laughs> oh what I mean? yeah. They're treated oh, yeah the same which is strange yeah because if you you overreact they say right it's like why couldn't you just like take it like just like just let it be like what do you mean just let it be this isn't right why would i let this be you know, when you over specialize you breed in weakness yeah i it's just frustrating it's like when you're trying to stand up and do the right thing and then you just get like ridiculed for like achieving and doing the right thing it's like well why were we gonna let this stand why would we let this happen so what's another confusing element of attraction would you say there's so many it's hard to pinpoint but i thought that was one that uh, a friend mentioned that I thought was a good thing to bring up was you know the, the good girl bad boy uh, syndrome. I just find the whole thing confusing. Really, I don't. <laughs> I I am I am so lost when it comes to being an attractive person. It's like what do I even do? It's like I I, I always just like like people like to talk about themselves, right? Like mm-hmm. that's so I always like to ask questions mm-hmm. about the person I'm trying to attract. But then if it's like I feel like that doesn't bring any attraction to me really then they just get self-absorbed you know it's like well that's true i think you're right about that um uh, i can relate because if i was to explain my maturation from a child to a man it would be that i was actually i feel like i started out as an introvert Mm -hmm. and i became an extrovert because i always um i was always impressed by it right and i come from a family of of both. I think, you know, every person does. Everybody has people they know are introverts or extroverts in their family. And you, you weigh, you watch, you know, the older people in your family, your, your, whether they're siblings or aunts and uncles or parents, what have you. But you study that and you compare them and you see how the introverts seem to get less attention than the extroverts, right? Yeah. But, then you, but then you also consider like, well, how much of, how much of being an extrovert is annoying, Right? <laughs> yeah and how much of being an introvert is uninteresting right so you you want to you want to be in the middle but i guess for me my at some point my decision i, well, I was a teenager but it, at that point i realized i'd rather be more extroverted because i was starting to learn that when i had attention i was just a more interesting person and i, I actually made better decisions too for whatever reason the pressure of people relying on me helps me focus Mm -hmm. because otherwise i'm just sort of like you know i have renaissance man uh affliction i want a little add oh i want to i want to know everything and and master it all which of course is impossible for the most part right uh no it's just impossible you you can't you know you can't be you can't know everything you you there's that's what the internet's for it knows it for me (laughs) yeah but it's such a an attractive position uh to be in right to it's, be the one that's in the center of their attention yeah so that's i think that plays a big that part in like that too. i don't like that oh no. i mean maybe you know like in a one-on-one that's all right but like in a group of any more than five i'm like i don't i don't want to do this like can i like 
I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's just it's just overwhelming, you know. It's mm-hmm. like I, there's just too much energy that I have to create, and then like even working alone, right? Just like being at work is a lot of social energy for me. Like like I have to like put on a whole face just to just to be pleasant. It's like this is this is this is a lot, which is you know that's okay. That's life is is you know finding ways to deal with your whatever interactions you're you're dealing with. Well, that's normal. I mean. Part of our attraction levels, I think, change uh, based on the persona that we have to use for the situation that we're in. Yeah. You know, and I feel like being aloof is a very big thing about being attractive as well. Like not seeming like you care too much, you know, well, that's an interesting. So that would be that's a confusing. That's a good one. That's a confusing element of attraction. Why are people sometimes it seems attracted or often attracted to those that just don't seem to give a shit yeah well it's like i've never understood that i've never been well i think what it is is like why don't you care about me especially when it's a girl right because girls get so much attention compared to guys yeah so they say no i I don't know i mean but like and i I don't agree with it really because it's like well they're just person too like (laughs) but anyway just people but definitely we live in a it's like James Brown said this is a man's world but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl i mean that's that's just the world we live in yeah, I just like, like I I, sh- I deserve to be chased too. Is all I think. You want to be chased? Yeah, like, I, I want to be chased. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. So then you just need to be aloof. That's your. Sounds that, like that's your. That's your the solution. thing. Yeah, and just don't give a shit. But it's hard because I give a shit about everything that I <laughs> that I do. You know, I right? I don't go. It's go big or go bigger, right? Like there is no home. <laughs> There's go no big, big or go bigger. There is no home. Yeah, you know, like because the saying is "go big or go home." I I don't I don't believe there is no home. You, you go bigger. It sounds like drunk Yoda quote. Drunk I Yoda. I like it. <laughs> I'm lost in trying to understand that. Well, you know, it's like yeah, you 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 either put all of your heart into what you're doing, yeah. or you put all of your heart into what you're doing. You know, there's just no, there's nothing, there's no half-assing this, right? Mm. There's no, you you can't quit. There's no, there's no going home. There oh, is my you, mother. You do this and you do it that hard. Yeah, that's just, that was her favorite thing to say to us when we were kids. Go no half-ass work. Really? Oh man, she she'd scream that at us your lovingly. Mom, your mom is like a t- totally different people from like now to like when well, you her, were The hard work is done. <laughs> the <man>. hard work. <laughs> she can just enjoy her being a person. I couldn't imagine your mom yelling. She was my mother is so strong she's such a godzilla of a person it's on oh i she yes i can see that that she's a strong person for sure i just can't see her ever like succumbing to anger and like oh yeah oh yeah she she's got the rage of godzilla too she doesn't just have to show up you know what i mean it's like uh yeah so but no i think um being aloof is well you you mentioned how like you mentioned earlier how you have for lack of a better way of phrasing it, no game. Yeah. So you, you struggle with the ability to... Well, I overanalyze it. You know, I'm like, that's well, my, that's my, that's part of my problem is that I'm, I'm constantly overthinking everything about what I'm doing and my actions and what they mean and, and how they're going to be perceived. Why don't you try this next time? All right. Okay, we... you already, I already gave you the hello tactic. Hello. So here's another one that can kind of go along with it. All right. Overanalyze, not analyzing. Right, like recognize that I am doing it and then just stop, kind of. Is that what you're saying? Well, it, it's kind of similar. The mentality I'm giving you is similar to like um, when I, you know, in speech class or uh, in acting class, they, in, 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 you know, in high school, middle school, they would say things like, just, just pretend everybody is in their underwear when you go to talk to an audience, right? Because that'll make you laugh internally. Mm. Now, for whatever reason, I've never had to do that. I love standing on a stage i thought you say i love seeing people in their underwear yeah, that too. <laughs> but i love presenting and, and talking right i love like giving a speech mm. but um something i used to say to other students that either asked me for advice or i just wanted to give it to them because i could see they were struggling i would say something basically i would say you have a choice you can either be terrified with this moment for the rest of your life or one more time because every time you do something, you take a step towards dominating, towards mastering it to cope right. with it, right? So it, you know, the next time you do it can only be less severe than the last time you did it. 
Well, I think a lot of it is adrenaline too, like in like uh, a speech situation, um, performing in a show, or even yeah. talking to someone, and that you are trying to derive a certain outcome. Adrenaline happens, and I have noticed that I since doing working at Medieval Times, I have been able to cope with all of my adrenaline in any stressful situation that involves that. Way better. I don't even notice my adrenaline anymore. Yeah. When it's happening, mm-hmm. I don't notice until after the situation is done and my heart's still like bumping out of my chest. I'm like, oh, I was freaking out, but I wasn't freaking out. You know, it's like my you were my, excited, yeah. My my body, I I've just learned to to block that part out of like the adrenaline, the the butterflies, the you know the the sickness in the stomach and all that, all those all those negative feelings of adrenaline that, well, that make you yeah right. They're well, alarms. Well, it's just blood going everywhere is what it is. Yeah, you know, but I mean, like, it's triggering alarms in your body, in, in your organs, let's say. Yeah. But no, I agree. I think uh, I think you're describing your version of uh, what I refer to as being excited by fear. And that's what that my way of dealing with what you're talking about mm. was teaching myself to get excited by fear. Getting psyched to do something rather than psyched out of it. Psyched in instead of psyched out. Right. Um, and I think so. I think part a theory I have, a hypothesis I have, is that a lot of people are afraid to approach someone they want to talk to, in part because they think others will hear them, right? Because it's usually a social setting where you meet someone. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a bar. It could be a grocery store. Or, you know, some other cliche. It could mm-hmm. be I don't know whatever a street corner, but um, or bus. You know, you feel like. There's two things immediately that your brain seems to want to warn you. A, you're ambushing this person, or B, others will hear what you're saying and they'll judge you. So if you just treat every I, – I do this without really thinking about it. I treat every encounter with a stranger as sort of like speaking to an audience. I just immediately okay. accept that whatever I say or do may be completely awkward or judged, and I don't give a shit. Yeah. You, you got to drop that. I think that is, if I'm giving you advice, I hope I'm not, but that's how I look <laughs> at it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's to stop caring about it as much, you Dude, know, just other like, people just are just flow. other people. Yeah. They're just yeah. humans like you. Just well, that's the thing is I, I've learned as well is that like, I have low self-esteem, but everyone has low self-esteem. Even people that, that seem confident have low self-esteem in, in some regard. Like they, they think very, they don't think as highly of themselves as they're putting off. No, I agree. I think, and yeah. and that's that's something that really like like it made me feel more equal, if you will. To, yeah, to well, the, it to humanizes the that, your your uh, what you're feeling, your emotions. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, I'm not the only one, so no, it's okay. They're not, they're, yeah. they're also feeling these same things, and I'm and we're in the same boat. I think that and, is the biggest folly of of human rumination or just like self consideration is that any. Any emotion, any feeling you have is in any way unique. It is not. <laughs> Nothing about you is unique. You are not a fucking butterfly. No, but like, I'm a snowflake. You're not, dude. <laughs> it's just true. I mean, when you when you come to that rash, that you know that rationale, that realization, it's just so sobering and enlightening. You know. Yeah, and I you guess you're right. Like there, there really is no situation. Well, I don't know about that. I was going to say there's no situation that someone else hasn't experienced. In some capacity. Because I was going to say, well, we've never been to Mars, so the first person to Mars is going to feel something different. Well, but there's people that have been to space. There's people that have dealt with, like, well, I'm going to, into this cave where no one else has been, and I'm going – could die because I could get stuck, you know? Like, that's – it's the same idea of going to Mars. You could die It doesn't in matter black. where it happens in the universe. Right. It's a human emotion you're it's having. It's the same, yeah. It's the that same exact thing that is The rest of the happened. human race is having it as well. It's, yeah. it's, it's unavoidable fact, I think. You know? Yeah, and I think that's important is to to realize that you are on the same level as this other person. Like, they're not above you. You're not trying to achieve them. They're also trying to achieve you. In a way, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, so so, so people are chasing you, Zach. You just you just got to recognize it. You got to recognize it. Right? Yeah, I think that's a big problem that I have is is recognizing the good things within myself. Uh, well, I think that's true of... Anyone. Anyone yeah. in varying degrees. Again, everyone is feel has felt or is feeling what you're feeling. Uh it just it's just it's really a matter of degree. Everything is a matter of degree in my opinion. Like I've always believed that we all suffer from me- mental illness. It's just most of us can manage it. Like we're all just fucking crazy. Yeah. We have weird dark thoughts all the time and we just have a strong broom. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and some people don't. And we know who those people are. You know, but strong, we separate Strong them. broom or a strong gate. One of the two know how to yeah. shut the doors, right. steal trap. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. And it, and the older you get, and I'm just, you know, I'm not old, but I'm old enough to realize this is happening to me, mm. is that you, you collect, you know, it, a really eye-opening thought I had once is that the brain is like a computer with a hard drive you can never wipe. Not not intentionally in any healthy yeah. way, right? Yeah. So it's like everything that happens to you is a memory that you're like to carry forever. You know what I mean? And that doesn't go down. Your data your data storage is constant. You're just constantly filling your hard drive with with life, with bullshit. You know, whether it's, you know, good or bad or sour. I, I, yeah, or I, I don't really feel that, though. Like, with, at least with memories, you know, like my personal life, I just don't remember most of it. Oh, I'm what a blessing. Really so bad at it. It, oh, that is it's such horrible. a blessing. I have to I have to focus on things that I I can remember things about other people better than I can remember things about myself. Like Dude, I oh man, I wish I had that affliction. I can remember things from like when I was four or five years old. No, I couldn't tell you anything from my <laughs> I, I I know I I have memories that are different, right? I have memories that I know because they are things that I've been told about. That have happened, I remember being told. I do not remember living that situation, right? But I remember hearing about the situation I did. You know, it's like it's like I have a scar on my thumb from from cutting the this rope off of a swing set, and it was a a Leatherman, and it I had it facing the wrong way, and then just like they don't have a lock, so it just curled up my thumb, and like my whole thumb split open. I don't necessarily remember doing that. I only remember. But that because of my scars, like oh yeah, I did this thing. Scars, but I don't remember like at all visually or even. Wow. Like yeah, it's all like just because the scar is there to remind me. That's why I like having mementos. I have mementos all over my room, or not all over, but in this one area, (laughs) of uh, that's dedicated to memories. It's just like these are things that I have done in my past that are like uh, that are objects from that time. And those are my my memory blocks. Well, if that, you will. that could be attractive to someone. The fact that you can't remember, you know, does not sound like it would be an attractive quality. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's got to be someone out there that likes, uh, you know. Oh, if I break his heart, he'll forget. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's kind of attractive. <laughs> I can hurt him, and he won't remember. <laughs> just don't leave any scars. Yeah, just don't leave any scars. Don't leave any any mementos, <laughs> and I'll forget. It's all right. Okay. Let's wrap this up with um, let's let's try to learn something new. So, what do you think is something? Let's say that you want to improve on yourself when it comes to uh, your attraction. So, like the way you attract others, or how you treat the attraction you get from others. So, I want to. I would like to work on not caring as much and not overanalyzing. You know, I, I want to appear more confident and more like, I don't need this, right? Like this is just something I'm doing kind of like a, appeal. So you want to care less about the outcome of your attempt. Right. Or effort. Yeah. And, and, and not be worried by the okay. outcome kind of thing. Well, what do you think is a step in the right direction for that? Because I feel like that would be useful in every aspect of your life, not caring what other people think mm-hmm. when they don't matter. I guess that's like doc, that Dr. Seuss quote, right? People that matter, or, or uh, people that mind don't matter, and those that matter don't mind. Right. Yeah, so I think a step to do that would just, just, just to relax. I don't know how, like, meditate almost on it, right? Like, first, like, do some mindful meditation, um, even before... Because something I did for, like, the shows is that I would literally take, like, because you were talking about psyching yourself up. Okay, I can't do that. No. Because <laughs> I've already got high energy. I'm already psyched. I, I just, I'm just, if I psych up too much, I will psych out. So what I had to do is take, take some deep breaths and, like, like calm down. That's what I actually had to do. For me, it's I have to calm down. I'm so what already you like too. is centering. Yeah. So that's, that's, that would be what you need to work on, I would say. Yeah. Because you don't have your centering. So, like, just by comparison with me, I'm able to center myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, in those situations. In those situations. Yeah. And then it becomes a matter of using my fear or just the excitement, my excitement levels. 
and just tuning them up a bit, going to 11 in the direction I need. But I'm already centered. I already, I already trust myself yeah. and my ability. Mm. But you... I you lack need, the trust. You lack the trust. You have the energy. Yeah. You just... You need a way to aim it. Yeah, so I need. Can, I need to. I need to bring this this wide beam of of energy into a focused laser. So think about the last time. Um. Well, the last time you saw a woman you wanted to speak to, did you speak to her? Um. I'm trying to remember the last time. It's, it's so hard to find people that I actually find interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of someone that I actually found interesting. I, I know there's one I did, yeah, for sure, like recently, mm-hmm. and, and you know it went well. Nothing really happened of well, it. Tell but... us, give us a story. I want to hear it. Well, so there was this there was this girl at the gym who uh, who was working behind the desk, and she seemed like a cool girl. She had you know she had like t- a tattoo. And I'm like, okay, so then, you know she's a little. Oh, we were talking about dangerous people, right? She's a little like you know edgy, right? If you will, it's like oh, I find that kind of interesting. So I just, you know, started talking to her and chatting her up and just, you know, and I, and that went well. Like I, I was just happy that I talked to her, you know, it was like, Hey, that's, that's, that's a big step for me. Just talking to the person. So, you know, I was, I was proud of that and, uh, nothing really happened from it, but that's okay. You know, I, I spoke to her a few times. We were kind of friendly for a bit and then we just kind of, you know, drift, drifted away. She, she stopped working there and I stopped seeing her. So it was whatever. So the, um, but what, their interaction yeah. went well. And that mm-hmm. was, I think that was a, that was a, a confidence boost for me, at least, you know, it's like, Hey, you can talk to someone and it's not that bad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna. It's not the end of the world when you talk to uh, a pretty girl. So you, you did, you did use the hello tactic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't realize I was doing that at the moment, <laughs> but now I will. <laughs> you feel better armed for the next. I do. Well, because I like, I like having. If you call them strategies, right? You, yeah. You, I like having a plan. I like I like knowing where I'm going and what I can say and what like I like having options. Like it's like this is my rolodex of my my lines that I can go through, mm-hmm. so I don't have to think on the spot because like sometimes I'm just stupid because like <laughs> you know like ah oh, dude. It's been horrible. I have not been sleeping well enough uh, in the past, like, oh, it's probably a year, right? <laughs> like, four to six hours for a year it's been. And that's just because of my back, you know, because if I sleep more than six hours, I'm in pain. If I right. sleep four hours, I'm almost in no pain. So that's nice. Um, But so, like, I've been really dumb lately. Like, just straight up. Like, my like my cognitive abilities have been failing. And... I've like I had to de- dedicate more time to sleep now. It's like I just have to. Like I'm doing this. So like and I think that will also help me improve on like any social interactions because I'm like taking care of yourself better. Yeah. Yeah, sure, of course. I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think your attitude I think attitude is I mean a big part of attraction too. You know, when you're I many times in my life try to be a, like a person I'm not, let's say, right? Especially mm. in my 20s. There was a lot of soul searching. I didn't really like I didn't really like myself or even have an idea of who I am or want to be until I hit my 30s. And to me that I feel like I'm late to the game. Now some people are still searching for that and other people find it really early. I wish I was one of those. I could just, you know, right after high school, boom, I know who I want to be, yada yada. Um but I I totally can relate. <laughs> and I can think of two stories where in, in both of them, I approach a group of women, right? Okay. And one of them went really bad, or just went bad, and the other one went really well. So in the one that went bad, we were bar hopping one night with a friend of mine when I was working in plastic surgery. And we came across a bar that was uh, had to sign up free shots uh, for women, or like the first two shots or something, free tequila shots. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told him, like, oh, hey, Brad, let's go in here, man, because you know probably be a lot of women, <laughs> a lot of drunk women, right? That's, a, that's what we're out looking for anyway. Yeah. So we go in there, and they have – it's pretty crowded. It was in the summertime in Chicago. I think we're on the west side by the bridges. And there's four women, young women, dancing together on the dance floor, in the middle of the dance floor, right? And there's, like, no one else dancing. And 
even then, one of my tactics, I love to dance anyway. In fact, I like it too much to sometimes where I, I lose out on an opportunity. Yeah, that's, you, you kind of like, funny. you get into your own world. You're like yeah. a whirling dervish. I am, I am. You, I you know, you're, just, you're just communing with your own God at that point. Dude, it's praying. For me, I don't know why. It just is. I just love the energy output. But this time, I just wanted to hit on those women. And it was just kind of like 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 birdshot. I just do whatever gets hit. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it, right? So I went up to them. And I had been drinking. We were already drunk anyway, and we we're you know bar hopping. And I had my it's so it was so sleazy. I even the way I can remember just like visualize myself walking up to them with the drink in my hand. <laughs> and right away I go, I go, hey ladies, you want to dance with a real man? And the brunette in the group, she turned, she was real strong. She turned to me and she said, yeah, you let me know when one comes along. <laughs> and they all laughed, and I just. I was so proud of the stranger for saying that to me because I was like, "That is, a, that's great." Like you, you should have shot me down. That was total shit. What I, just I feel said. like you could have like, like that was an opportunity though for like the game to begin. Okay, right? you're right, but I didn't have, I didn't have the, the tools yet. Yeah. Right? So another time was a bar called Wicked. It was on Rush and I think Division downtown okay. Chicago, and it was again a late night. It was like near the end of the night, and we go in there. Place is packed. And as soon as we walk into my left, you had to like walk down into this bar and it had a really cool like long rectangular bar in the middle. Mm-hmm. And along the walls were boots. Most a lot of places at that time are like that. And on my left, as soon as I walk in, is underneath the light on this table is five women. And they're they just look kind of timid and they all just look like they're there to have a good time, but they're not really having it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just kind of chilling with themselves, but Either they didn't drink enough yet or they just they're out of their element. But I could just sense that right away. Right. And then in my right at the bar was an attractive blonde that I mm-hmm. really wanted to talk to. But for some reason my brain was like you know, it was like it was like well, Russell Crowe, beautiful mind. Like he he just like, <laughs> the math flew in front of my eyes and I'm like, wait a minute, if I just I'm just gonna be another you yeah. know, I'm just gonna be another bee buzzing around that blonde, right? right. If I go over there. I'm not. I don't stand out in any. I'm not Brad Pitt or anything like that. I'm not rich. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have anything really to stand out, right? That I can think of right now. But if I go to this table of all these like other women that look like they're just having a mediocre time, mm-hmm. and some of them kind of look lonely, like maybe I, maybe I can have fun. And I did. And I went over there, and like right away, I was just it was all natural. I was just making them laugh i mean i had them even like out of the palm of my hand so i just sat they invited me to sit sit down with them we had drinks and pretty much most of the night i was just hanging out with them and it got me a phone number so it was it worked out right there you go so but the difference (laughs) between those two examples is what i is what i learned in how to like so my attraction more natural you're you're yeah it's to be more natural that's your goal and that's my goal yeah because i want to be as close to who I think I am as possible. Right. right? It's less effort. Well, it is. I mean, it's yeah. like Mark Twain says. He's like, um, if you don't lie, you don't have to remember anything. I'm butchering that quote. But it's yeah. a really powerful quote. And it makes sense. If you don't lie, you don't have to remember anything. And when what I used to do all the time, I mean, I'm, I'll admit it. I lied all the time to get laid when I was in my 20s. I didn't, I didn't care what I had to say. Yeah. It's whatever it took. And it, it paid off sometimes. Hey, but... It wasn't, <laughs> but it, it always gets found out in the it, end. It just well, I I just couldn't. It would dissolve. I would dissolve in front of myself if that makes any sense. Because I didn't. I was pretending to be someone I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether whether through uh, some story or just through some persona, right? Or even how I dressed. Oh my god! If you saw the way <laughs> some of the styles I tried in my twenties, dude, you'd be like, what the fuck? But um, yeah, I guess that's just an example of like success and failure. But um. Well, I think, uh, I think uh, like most of our talks, we've uh, resolved nothing, even though we attempted. I don't know. Did you learn anything from this? Yeah. I mean, we solidified that confidence is key. And, and just being confident and um, that aloof factor of seemingly not really caring about the out- outcome is, is attractive in itself. I think, and, yeah. Sorry. And like that will, that energy will attract others. And because they'll be like, oh, why doesn't he care? You know, I think I agree and don't agree with what you're saying. For me, it would be I would call it like an inner aloofness uh, or in the sense in the sense that I've noticed that times when I got dressed up and I went out. Right. Um, If I had the sometimes I would tell myself before I went out that night, uh, I'm not going to look for anything. 
I'm not mm-hmm. going to try real hard or right. you know what I mean. I'm just going to just try to be fun and entertaining, just be myself, right? And a lot of times when I did that, I did attract women that you, I wanted to attract. Yeah, but you're like naturally an extrovert. Well, so it's I like feel you, like it was more like a plan in my in my case. If you knew me when I was younger, okay. But you know, it's hard to judge character that because when you're younger you're still figuring out because if i be myself at a bar i'm gonna go sit in the corner alone <laughs> no one's gonna approach me i think you would i think you would get approached i think uh i'm too scary <laughs> yeah. well you are a little scary <laughs> uh no i i think um you know one thing i read about introverts is that they're they're much better at judging character and noticing traits in people, sort of reading someone's personality. Yeah. And I hate always coming back to myself, but I feel like I'm pretty good at that. But that's because I practiced it, like people watching. Yeah, you, you. But I think naturally, you've, you've architect your your skill of uh, being able to read people. I feel like because you you pay close attention, like you actually like look for things. When, like you said with me, it is way more natural. Like it's I just naturally, natural, yeah, yeah, I don't. There's not like certain traits I look for. There's just I get like these feelings. I guess you, you follow say. your feelings. Yeah, yeah, for when it comes to like reading people, it's mm-hmm. like I'm not looking to. I notice them, and then when I start to like uh, dissect this person's personality, then I'm like, oh, this is why, this is why, this is why. But like, as in the course of just like observing someone, it's like I'm not looking for anything particular. It's yeah, just, I'm just am observing. Right. You don't have a checklist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good way to put it. So we'll leave it at that. Sounds good. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for having me back, Marco. Hey, man. Every time. Every time, baby. If you like what you're hearing... Or even if you don't, that also helps. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're still listening. Then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with AudioPong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And have have a metal metal life. life.